Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Let's see what's that. I think. Oh, that's a French pie. Oh, I think this is a uh, cracker that you have there. What, this? Yes, it is. It's multiple crackers. Hmm. So... Hey everybody, it's time for another Achieving Rally the Podcast. That's right, yes, you cannot get rid of us. It's like a plague. Or herpes. Or both. Ew. Alright, so this week we're going to talk metal news. How California is going to reopen. Weird news. Dog shoots man. And we review Korean crackers and sweet basil flavored lays. Mmm, yummy. Okay, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Team Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. some more metal news metal news yeah this is another one from metalsucks.net and we already made the joke so it's a new episode this could be someone's first episode they won't know the joke well too bad now they'll have to just listen to another episode that's just a ploy yeah <laughs> go back and listen to the other episode oh hey this guy's got an Atlanta Braves hat on in the picture cool <laughs> this guy it's just some random guy in a crowd it literally is and he's holding his camera phone up to uh, videotape whatever he's looking at like you do this other guy has got a Pittsburgh Penguins hat on he doesn't look like he knows who the Pittsburgh Penguins are but um I got a sports hat exactly I bought sports hat it's black and yellow I go into a sports event got to have my sports hat no this is a concert so we were talking about concerts unit (laughs) we yeah we were uh, we were talking about concerts in the last episode you should listen to it and it's getting released in order well, okay. We were talking about concert in an episode, and uh, which may not be released yet. And this one is about reopening concert venues. California music venues can reopen at 100% capacity oh, in June. So, California? Yeah, I know, right? Because they got such a great so wait, But why can't they open up Disney? <laughs> That's going to be opening in <laughs> June as well, I think. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely a concert venue. Yeah. Sorta. Of, yeah. Yeah. California has announced plans to allow its businesses to fully reopen June 15th. Included, hey, that's my dad's birthday. That's kind of 
funny. I think what they're hoping will happen is that they'll they all just want to celebrate my dad's birthday. Is what That's it, what it is. is. They'll just go ahead and open everything up, and they'll go over to run them up for a couple of months, and they'll kill off all the stupid people. And Fortunately, it doesn't work then, that way. Then they'll get a, then they'll get a handle on everything. Yeah. So just the influencers. No. So oh, that'd be a plus. You know, the ones that are having house parties during lockdown. Yeah. They did. They were having house they, parties. They were. And then they would go in and they would be taping everything content for their channels. Mm-hmm. Following Texas and Mississippi in March, and Alabama and West Virginia a short time later, California is also the first so-called blue state, which it's not so-called, it is a blue state, to fully reopen. You think? I try not to. That's why I do this show. Uh, Certain safety guidelines would remain in place at the state level, citing the state's low COVID-19 infection rate and successful vaccination program. Those should all be in quotes, by the way. Uh, Health and Human Services Agency Secretary Mark Gastly. Was low compared to globally. Yeah. Boasted the state's 20 million vaccine doses, given 7 million more than any other state. Yeah, it's because they hoarded them. And they got a lot more people. And a cup. That's true. Uh, let's let New York get all theirs done. They'll have yeah, more in one city than they have in the like whole you, state. Yeah, you got a lot more vaccinations out there than, say, Rhode Island, <laughs> Vermont, Key West. Oh, part of the state. Part of the state. I wonder what it's like to have COVID in Alaska. Does it exist? Is Alaska warm enough for COVID to live? Hey, if you made it through the winter, it's fine. And a COVID-19 test positivity rate of 1.7%, the lowest in the country, down from its peak of 17.1% in January. As reasons for optimism... Basically, everybody's already had it. and Yeah, they've already gotten it. The lowest in the country down from its peak of 17.1% in January as reasons for optimism that the state will be able to fully reopen in a little more than two months' time. California's indoor... Oh, that's true, too. They've also got the most ridiculous mask mandates and stuff. You have to wear your mask while eating. So you have to up, eat, drop. Well, stay in effect. Gastly says that the state health officials will continue to use science and data to guide the reopening and that coronavirus variants will be closely monitored. Masking is a key protective feature, protecting those that are not yet eligible for the vaccine, Gastly says. Uh, We're looking at supply and availability of vaccines. If the supply isn't there, we may need to make some tweaks to that June 15th date. We need to make sure that all Californians interested, interested in getting vaccinated and who are eligible have a reasonable period of time to get that. Because, I mean, they will. Yeah. While no statewide vaccine passport system will be in place, the decision to utilize technology to verify vaccine status or a recent negative COVID-19 test will lie with individual businesses. According to Crappy News Network, some sectors, such as conventions or other indoor events with more than 5,000 people, were required to demonstrate that all attendees are either vaccinated or tested. You can't do that. It's called lying. Mm-hmm. They've got these apps that are going to be in place that has your shot records on file, and if you don't show up on the database, they'll let you in. Sure. I'm not doubting what you just said. That person's still going to be able to get in. You've got 6,000 people standing at the front door, and you're the one blocking the thing. The guy who's watching the door will just, just go. Just go. I guarantee it. It's California. Don't forget. Oh, I'm an influencer. That restriction will remain in place until the 1st of October. Gasly specifically... I want to talk to the manager. Yeah, exactly. Gasly specifically noted that Coachella, set to take place in September with tens of thousands of attendees, may not be able to reopen at the same size and scope but that state officials are working with the events coordinators on the issue. Whether music venues will reopen at full capacity, of course, is a decision left up to each individual business. 
It also remains to see whether concert goers will be willing to pack into crowded venues. They will. And full-scale touring is unlikely to return it until a large swath of the U.S. is open operating at full capacity. Authorities in another blue state, New York, recently announced a, quote, set of guidelines for both indoor and outdoor events that kicked into effect last week. This was from April 7th, so recent. Allowing limited capacities based on a variety of factors, the guidelines will be reevaluated next month. You see the spike in COVID numbers. Yeah. So there we go. California events might, re- might in big capital letters, reopen to 100% capacity in June. Possibly, maybe. You never know. It's California. Well, that's not really metal news. It is, because that means metal bands and other bands can start touring again. I mean, I've already got my Megadeth tickets for August. Where at? Uh, right down the street here. At the amphitheater? At the amphitheater, yeah. Good luck. I've actually paid to have them just in case they cancel it again. I get everything refunded back, so I don't really care. You paid to have them refund your money? No, it's a guarantee ticket thing. Because when COVID hit and they basically figured there isn't going to be any touring for the year, they gave me all my money back for the Slipknot show I was supposed to see last year. Mm -hmm. Well, I had until 2022 to be able to do that. Well, then they said this year that Megadeth is coming with Lamb of God and a couple other bands that I'd really like to see. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm getting the tickets. But then it said on the site, you may or may not get the money back if the ticket is done. But if you do this, you will make sure to get all, including taxes, back. Or they can put it into the thing like I just did with the Slipknot one last year. So basically, if you buy the regular ticket... It's guaranteeing they cancel the show. You don't get your money back. You have a chance of not possibly not getting it back. Yes, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, they know. lost a lot of money. Oh, I know. I mean, they can keep money and not give you my show. Yeah, that's what they told people they can do. So I've spent my thirteen dollars, and so if the show is canceled, I spent my thirteen dollars well, and I get my three hundred and twenty-six dollars back. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So I'll pay my 13 bucks. But they still get your 13 bucks. Uh, fuck them. I don't give a shit. That's $13 compared to 326 I was a concert promoter. I just promote a whole bunch of concerts, sell a whole bunch of tickets, and cancel all the shows and keep the $13. That's from a different company that's giving you the $13. It's not the music promoter. I just cut out the middle end. Yeah. No, because if you do that, people aren't going to buy tickets through you because it's through Ticketmaster. You tack on another fucking fee, and the people are just going to be like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, but can you imagine, though, how many concerts or events that were canceled due to COVID and how many of Thousands. Those people, and how many people really got all their money back? Most of them got it. There's very few that just said, eh, fuck you. But Livestream, Ticketmaster, all those guys, they all gave money back. Most of them just gave it back. Ticketmaster Livestream actually said, if you let us hang on to it, it'll be the full amount that's with taxes included. And then you can choose a concert when the concerts come back, which is what I did. But I wonder if those are for oh, bigger, and bigger venues, but what about these smaller venues? It seemed, well, so I, mean, the, you know, I don't you know. know. You'd have to go and ask like the Blue Note and see what they did. Or the Velvet so, Note, I'm sorry. Well, Mad Life gave all the money back. That's the one in uh, Woodstock. That's cool. Georgia. Yeah. Not yeah. New York. So so nobody got their money back in that one. They went for free. No, that second one. Oh, yeah. And everybody wanted their money back from that one. That was a piece of crap. So, all right. So, uh, cue concert music? Question mark?
Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, Chris. Hey, Welcome hey, back, Marissa. Hey, thank you. It's time for some weirder wacky news. <laughs> wacky news, huh? Weird and wacky news. Weird and wacky news. Okay. This is a new thing. Or as Chris wants me to do it, it's time for some weird and wacky news. Texas dog accidentally shoots owner after its paw got stuck in trigger of gun tucked in the man's waistband. Good thing she's paying attention. A man in Plano, Texas, was shot in the leg by his dog earlier this week, according to the Plano police. Wait a minute. How can a dog shoot a gun? Well, you missed the first part of the story. But he'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain. It doesn't make sense to me. The man had been lifting his dog up when its paw got stuck in the trigger of the pistol, which was tucked in the man's waistband. The gun then fired and sent a bullet into the man's thigh. Officer David Tilly told the Dallas Morning News, quote, Fortunately, it was just a through-and-through shot, and it didn't hit a main artery or anything. That's actually very lucky. Great. And it says, he took himself to the hospital, and he's fine. Ding. Then the ding's just me. The dog has been jailed for... <laughs> yeah. We are now going to write up a law to ban dogs. The incident led the Plano Police Department to share a really big laugh <laughs> at the man's expense. No. Uh, no, yeah. The incident led the Plano Police Department... Oh, it's not you. It's, it's, it's nothing else. It's, yeah. No, no, I just thought of a funny joke. Remember that joke, Phil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about the dog shooting the guy. Yeah. <laughs> the incident led the Plano Police Department to share gun safety tips for those with a license to carry on their Facebook page. <laughs> they all shared gun safety tips with a dog. <laughs> yeah. That actually would funnier. Oh. Here's another one. Take a new pair. No. Yeah. No. A dog in Iowa also shot its owner in the leg in 2018 after accidentally disabling the safety switch on the gun resting in the man's waistband and stepping on the trigger. Stepping um, on the trigger. That would have pushed the trigger forwards. Yeah, it would end up hitting the ground. It would, it would just, no, it wouldn't do anything. It just The dog would just it's, slip it's, off the trigger. Yeah, no, it's in the waistband, and he probably stepped on the trigger guard, and then when he put his foot back up. Yeah, maybe. And that was the Independent reported that. The owner, Richard Remy of Fort Dodge, was treated at a hospital and re later released that day after calling 911. I don't know if I would make that 911 call. God, this is the pain of being shot in the leg. Yeah. He may have not had a clean through and through. Well, it doesn't say. Last year, a man in Mississippi named Matt Chatham, I mean Branch, was shot by his dog when it jumped on the floor of his utility terrain vehicle, stepped on a shotgun, oh. de depressed the safety switch, and pulled the trigger with his paw, according to the Guardian. Now, that dog just had it out for the man. That was premeditated. Yeah. I hate this fucker. Always feeds me the shittiest food. I want kibbles and bits, and he just gives me Alpo. Taking me out in the woods and shooting those big dogs. Yeah. Uh, Branch reportedly died twice before the doctors were able to stabilize him and wake him up 12 days later. Oh, jeez. Was someone taking care of the dog? Well, maybe his wife. If he has one. Or, you know, his brother. She was killed last year. She was killed last year. <laughs> she was shot cat. by the cat, yeah. Maybe the dog came to visit dad. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you'll see when you wake up is a dog that shot you. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you? I heard a noise. That's crazy, though. Dog may have run off. They're out in the woods, and the shotgun went off right underneath him. Probably because why he's still running to this day. Mm. No, he's at somebody else's house. It doesn't happen. <laughs> like that. He's, he keeps stepping on the broom, hoping it'll go off and kill these people like too. He just crossed the Mexican border, and he's like, "Why am I running?" <laughs> 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 
It's hot. <laughs> Why is it so hot down here? So that was it. That's that was three. We I thought it was one story, but we got three for the price of one. Wow. All within the last two years. Yeah, all within the two. Well, literally in the last two years. One was just November eighth, and another one was in twenty nineteen, and the other one before that was twenty eighteen. So the moral of the story so the is the dogs are running rampant, murdering dogs. So what's the moral of the story here? Don't well, have if a gun in your waistband. Don't pick up your dog. Yeah, exactly. don't have a. Or keep, at least keep it covered. Or don't keep a gun in your waistband. Yeah. Or don't keep your gun loaded. No, you, if you're carrying a gun, you're going to keep it loaded. That's the reason to carry a gun. Even with a dog with you, if you're carrying a dog, what happens? I mean, you don't keep have... one in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, don't keep one in the chamber. Yeah. yeah instead like... of firing up first shot out of the chamber, throw the dog at him. Oh! Well, if the dog's good enough to shoot a guy, then... Yeah, but they're not doing it on purpose. They're not grabbing the gun with their paws. The last one did. Well, that last one did. Yeah, that last one did. That was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, that last one's a bastard. And then, of course, he ran to, to Mexico. So well, he according to well, he's got Chris. To get away from the police. Get away from the police? Yeah. It was an abusive relationship, so it's like... Oh. <laughs> he signed a deal for a lifetime movie. <laughs> Hallmark. Oh, boy. So there we go. Hmm. Dogs shoot owners. Next on Geraldo. Next week, mailman biting dogs. I'm sure you can find a couple of stories. If I look hard enough, yeah. I don't think you have to look that hard. Oh, no. I would have to look much harder than I did to find those. Those were scroll, scroll, funny, click. Scroll, scroll, funny, click. All right, so there we go. Uh, cue man getting shot by dog biting cat music. What? Huh? for us today. I got a bag of chips here. All that and a bag of chips. All that and a bag of chips. Cool. Or a bag of chips and all that. From Thailand. It's Lay's Thailand again. And these are sweet basil flavor. No, it says sweet basil flavor. Oh, okay. Well, I always like to check. It's a translate and everything, huh? Well, yeah, because you never know. They might be tricking us. So, because they put percentages on these. Yeah, weird. So oh. this is 63.5% potato, 30.5% rice bran, 6% seasoning, flavor enhancers are monosodium glutamate and ribotides, ribotides. sweetener is, it's got a sweetener for aspartamine, uh, color is INS 160, anti-caking, INS 555, acidity regulator, 330, packing gas, Marissa's. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Hello, pot. This is kettle. <laughs> I already called one, so... Uh, natural flavor, natural identical flavor, artificial flavor, but no preservatives. Contains soybeans. That's really unusual, but I wonder if they're doing that because... It's, you think it's, it's required now? No, it's Thailand. Hmm. Packing gas. Ooh. <laughs> Why did you go back to that? Because it's in here. They probably have to list everything that's in. Oh, wow. Everything that's in the container. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't place that smell. It smells like packing gas. <laughs> well, it, may, it kind of brings it in your hands. Like, just what is in the packing gas? There's no list of ingredients for packing gas. Mm. 
Well, it's basil. Yep. Mm -hmm. Kind of sweet. Mm -hmm. It actually has a little wow. bit of a savory kick in there, too. Yeah, it's got little little peppers on the picture, too. You could put this in your tomato sauce or cooking spaghetti, right? I guess if you want a little flakes of potato chip floating around in it, yeah. yeah no, bolognese dip. Ooh. Ooh. That would work. That'd be the most back-ass word thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have basil chips and bolognese dip. Or if you're in Italy, ragu dip. Or if you're in Walmart, ragu dip. No, if you're in Walmart... Spaghetti stuff. You just take a jar of ragu, then boil it down, you know, make it into a little dip. They're good. They're pretty good. Mm -hmm. These are not chips I can sit down and watch a movie and consume a bag with. No. In this size, they're perfect. In a big family size or something, no. Mm -mm. This is kind of like a party tray dip thing. Mm -hmm. Put your bolognese dip. Yeah. You could do a salsa with this. Mm -hmm. But it would have to be, maybe be a green salsa or something. Really? Maybe. You want to put it with a tomato salsa? You could do that. Well, green is tomato. It's tomatillo. So it's tomato. Air bunnies. I like them. Wow. I give them a yeah, they were three. Truth in advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike some of the other ones we tried. All right. So those, yeah, those are, are those are good. I give them a three. You give them a what? Two? Eh, two two and, and a half. Two and a half. What's the scale again? Three. One to five. One, One being, being shit. Being five being, being I'll buy this again and again. It was better than cats. I would say a three as well. Google that. Three. Your fucking wagon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or that. No, I mean, it's, they're it's, good. They're real good. It's younger than fucking wagon. Fucking wagon was around longer than you think. True. I'd be willing to bet you could get a fucking wagon from Michigan. Maybe. But not the whole. Yeah. Not the whole thing, though. Probably on DVD. Then. Okay, okay so I'm two threes and a two and a half. Two and three quarters. Now it's two and three quarters. So. All right. Well, there you go. So cue sweet basil music. Hey, Chris. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey, Chris. So what'd you bring us today? I have a Korean cracker. It's called Ace. It's actually written in English on the side. Oh, cool. It's by uh, Haitai. H-A-I-T-A-I. Oh, Haitai. And I'm going to open it up. It looks like a Cadbury something. It kind of does, doesn't it? With the, the same coloration. It's got this that old oh. kind of metallic-y foil look to it. All right. Hey, so, I, got, uh, I got the ingredients. There you go. Grab yourself a cracker cracker. Wheat. That's yeah. not a cracker. Cracker it's cracker. It's like a square Ritz. Wheat, square Ritz? Wheat flour, with salt, and sugar. And it smells like a cracker. It's like a Ritz. And it tastes almost exactly like a Ritz. It's supposed to taste like that, but less salty. And less buttery. Not a lot, but a little bit. Would you like another? There's, there's three more. And then I can throw this package away. Have another round. Sure. Yeah. Have a cracker. That's what it is. Chris, you want a cracker? I can't say anything more about it. No, it's a it's a, it's a good it's cracker. A, it's a square ritz with rounded corners. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I'm down with that. Yeah. There again. Oh, I wouldn't go out and specifically hunt these down because I can get ritz in the store. Exactly. Yeah. But if we were at, oh. if we were at uh, Buford Shit. Highway Farmers Market, we probably could find it. Maybe. Yeah, it would be more than buying a box of ritz. Well, yeah. That's true. I just rather buy the box of Ritz. Hey, Korean Cheez-Its in there? <laughs> yes, Korean Snickers bar? Yes, Chris, kind of. All right, there's two more things we're not going to be able to test today. Black soybean sauce, rice cake, sweet and spicy rice cake. I actually kind of can't wait to eat we, those. We actually saw something that was really cool. That, that uh, was it the pot. Oh, yeah, they, they do 
deliverable hot pots. Deliverable hot pots. So they send you the pot. Along with the ingredients. And along with all the ingredients. So think like HelloFresh, but a hot pot. Who does that? It's in wherever this guy is. Shanghai, Japan, whatever. Who's the guy? The guy that I watched that gave me the idea for all this. Bacon? Uh, uh, Dancing Bacon. Dancing Bacon. That's the website. You want to go on YouTube, go look up Dancing Bacon, and you'll too want to eat all these wacky freaking treats. And so it's basically like they give you all the food and tell you what to do with it. When you yeah, oh. yeah. I thought you were talking about like somebody's delivering hot pots. They I are. Wish, I wish no, they like, would do like, like local restaurant. Oh no, 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 here, no, no. Yeah, I'd love to have them do something like that here. Yeah, no, this no. this channel is really interesting. That's I the mean, most expensive Uber Eats ever. The, um, <laughs> the one thing that I did see was they were also showing the um, 7-Eleven. Is there? And it's well, the Seven Elevens in. Asia in general. But they're usually two levels. Like, yeah, and they're real grocery stores. They're real grocery stores. Oh, cool. Not like what they have Not here. Not what we have here. But do they have 7-Eleven stuff in there? Yeah. Yeah. But can I get a big gulp? Yes. I mean, you can. Nice. And a slushy or an icy. If I ever find myself in that part of the world, that's where I'm going. Oh, I, I mean, love this stuff. I mean, I was really surprised it was two levels. I don't see too many okay, grocery stores that are that. I've got, I've grabbed a bunch of things that are like two each because there's a lot of stuff that's like. No, one of the targets we used to go to is two levels. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember that. And it had that weird escalator elevator thing. Yeah, the little escalator for your cart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We liked the crackers because they're, the they're basically crackers. So. We're going to go on to something else? Let's yeah, see. let's go right. on to something else. There wasn't much we could say about that one. It yeah. wasn't damn funny. So. All right, so oh, I have very good, whatever the hell these things are. Is there any writing on the front? Yes. Okay, let me see one. All right, I'll give you that one, and I'll open this one. Is it in English? No, and it's and it's hard. Ooh. All right, let's see what I got. Samlip Sweet Tea Food Mini Honey Akawa Korean Traditional Cookies. Samlip, S-A-M-L-I-P. It says it's sweet tea food, T-E-A food, mini honey. In other words, Y-A-K-K-W-A. Yaka. Yakwa. Is that what that looks like? <laughs> yes. The reverse image search is working so much better on Google than it used to. Here you go. Here's your yakwa. Here's your yakwa. Ooh. What's that smell? I don't know. It may sound not a pleasant smell, but it's kind of, it's like not quite caramel. Yeah. That's an interesting texture on that one. Like sand. Oh. But compressed. It's not chewy, but... Oh! Like shortbread cookie. Kinda. Yeah. Kind of like a more dense version. Mm-hmm. This has meat flour, honey, and sesame oil. That's it. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. It's good. I mean, they're required to list everything that's in it. I'm not over the moon about it. It's good. It'd probably go real well with, like, tea. Mm-hmm. We want to just move on to the next? I mean, I like it, but we've got three things of rice crackers here, too. I, I think everybody knows what rice crackers are. So, no? All right. We'll just All take, right. put this in the box, then. Unless you see something about them that's going to make them uber different. Oh, here we go. So we would recommend that one. Uh, Apparently yeah. that cookie is also used for medicinal purposes. No wonder we feel so good now. I wondered why, why that was, actually. It's used to get your blood sugar off. Ah. Well, here's something. It's called 15 by Kabuto. And it's a non-fry energy snack. Non-fry energy snack? It has no artificial color, no preservatives, no oh. messages. Oh, look, it looks like a turd. Premium. Yeah. A yeah, non-fryer energy snack made with 15 all-natural grains. It doesn't say what company it is. 
Black. I told it to you, Kabuto. Neil Kabuto? Sure. From the money store. Okay, black sesame seed, mung bean flaxseed, red bean oatmeal. Oh, red, 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 red bean oatmeal. It's got like stuff in the middle. Rice, brown rice. That's probably the uh, mung bean or red bean. So it's kind of like a, what would you call this? It's an energy bar, but different. No, it's, I mean, this is like, not really a puff. Oh, like puffed rice. No, like corn puffs, it's like puffed rice. With a little dark center mass. I don't know what the center tastes like. It's a little sweet, actually. Mm-hmm. Just a little. I kind of like that. Yeah? Different. You definitely get the black sesame or whatever kind of mm -hmm. note. It's got a little sweet, know, little I'm, savory. Mm -hmm. And I definitely get the red bean. It says no artificial flavor. I don't know about the mung bean, no though. MSG. Yeah. No messages? Mm -mm. All right. So uh, that's that group. So um, cute, crunchy... Korean stuff. And there you have it. Another episode of Achieving Reality Podcast. Done and done. Uh, pretty neat stories. I don't know about the whole California thing. Though I did just hear today that uh, they're talking about getting rid of their governor because he's such a shitbag. Yeah. Alright, so for rest in parentheses, Chris and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying Sweet Basil Lays. Yup. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot, and keep enjoying the show. We love you all. What's going to go wrong with this take? <sighs> ring, ring. Yeah. <laughs>